to win them or visit thephoneonline.com for more info. Now return to Tampa Bay's number one morning show, The Mike Calter Show. 709 on The Mike Calter Show. It's 1025 The Bone. 727-579-1025. You want to join the show? Dom joined us straight up at 8 o'clock. If you got legal calls, we'll do that in about an hour. Right now, time to check in with Galvin. He's got today's news. And now, news with Galvin on the Mike Calter Show. I'm reading this uh, Wall Street Journal article with uh, Jeff Goldblum. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, weird that we get so interested in people for no reason. Jeff yeah. Goldblum, yeah. <laughs> Jeff, Bol- Jeff Golden gets out of bed at uh, 4.30 in the morning every day. Yeah. He uh, washes his face, right? Well, takes vitamins. Spit on my <laughs> breakfast and eat it. Does some stretching. Mm-hmm. And then he uh, goes to the gym and works on his gym a little while. Mm-hmm. Then he goes and plays uh, jazz piano. Mm-hmm. In Very his good. House. Very yeah, good. He really is. And then his kid, he gets all that done before seven thirty. Yeah. Then his kids wake up at seven thirty and he has breakfast with his kids. That's a pretty good life. That's great. He did answer though uh, a question here that I agree with. Well, he's got one I agree with and one I don't. The one that he said they asked him, do you, "What do you do?" He said, "They said do you drink coffee or tea? What do you do for caffeine?" And he said, "I got off caffeine." It was a mental crutch, and I've enjoyed eliminating it from my diet. I don't, I don't get that. What? You know, what, it, what? A big deal. So you're crutching on caffeine. Yeah, but it's not really a mental. I mean, I, I kind of see what he's saying, but I love caffeine. That was the one I don't, I don't understand. This is the one that I like. It, uh, he said, this year marks the 25th anniversary of Independence Day, and it's also a year that a number of people have gone to space. Do you have any desire to do so yourself? And I've said this several times. I have no interest in going to space. Not yet, at least. And he said... Uh, no. He said, I'm interested in all that stuff, but I don't know uh, why I'd want to go up there. There are so many things here on Earth I haven't experienced. I went, yeah, that's yeah. my that's my speed. Yeah. You look like Montez with that with that mustache. Oh, yeah, definitely. You got a Montez sorry, mustache. Yeah. It's going to be coming in strong the next couple of weeks. Mm, we'll see. Strong. <laughs> I haven't seen you do anything strong in a long time. Yeah, my whole life. Uh, let's check in with Galvin. He has today's news. We already did that. Yep. Let's do it. Let's get, let's get the news going. Well, I thought you were interviewing Jeff Goldblum for a second there. Uh, today's news brought to you by Pelt Shoes. Whatever kind of shoes you're looking for, guess what? Pelt has them right there. Don't have to wait around for delivery. Don't have to worry about it coming the wrong color, the wrong size, two left shoes or something like that. Go into Pelt Shoes. Whatever you bring up to the counter, whisper my name, Galvin. Galvin. Okay. Get 10% off your entire order. Pelt Shoes, a perfect fit. Uh, so this just came across my news desk. How you like Ooh. that? Uh, Pfizer has agreed to let other drug makers produce its COVID-19 pill. pill. Uh, a decision that could help lower-income countries get better access to treatment. So, oh, thank you, go. Pfizer. Yeah, thank thanks, so Pfizer. Isn't that yeah. nice of them? Yeah, oh, they're the best. Gene Simmons will be very happy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> President Joe Biden signed into law a $1 trillion dollar infrastructure bill at the White House ceremony on Monday that drew Democrats and Republicans who pushed the uh, legislation through a deeply divided U.S. Congress. Uh, The measure is designed to create jobs across the country by dispersing billions of dollars to state and local governments to fix crumbling bridges and roads by expanding broadband Internet access to millions of Americans. Well, that'd be great. 
One yeah, fired up. Trillion dollars. Yeah. God, that's a lot of money. Don't forget, inflation is just transitory. This definitely won't make everybody's prices go up. Don't worry about it. I don't know. Reddit guy. Yeah. Reddit guy. It's economics 101. <laughs> yeah, oh, re- 101. Reddit. Yeah. I didn't get it off yeah, Reddit. Yeah, you did. You, you can't, transitory is not a word you've ever printed, said on this show ever. They printed 30% of all of the currency that we use in the U.S. last year. 30% of it. Yeah, They're no. going to continue doing that Is that, that why this you're year. growing your mustache? You're transitory? <laughs> yes, I'm transitory right now. But you can't pump another you know, $1.5 trillion into the market and then say that inflation is going to go away. No one is arguing what you're saying is right. We just don't want to hear it from you. All right. You're, yeah, Reddit Confirm. guy. Mm-hmm. Transitory. Nobody wants to hear uh, financial advice from a guy who hangs out with a guy with a weed hat. Yeah. Well, my finances are doing quite well. So oh. take your advice from whoever you want. So are mine. Yeah, well, good. I'm glad. That makes me happy, Galvin. Really? You, you guys have a different have Bitcoin finances. than I do? You I took a uh, crap last night? I don't leave my uh, my cryptocurrency thing open so other people can see it. <laughs> fake thing. Spanish is also the same guy that used to leave his fake uh, ATM receipts laying around. <laughs> uh, prosecutors condemned Kyle Rittenhouse house for, quote, bringing a gun to a fist fight during closing arguments on the uh, 10th day of the trial. Prosecutor Thomas Binger, uh, or Binger uh, began his closing arguments by branding uh, Mr. Rittenhouse the only killer on the night in question and dismissed the self-defense argument, saying, you cannot claim self-defense against a danger you create. Uh, he dramatized his words by mimicking Mr. Rittenhouse holding a gun and pointing it at the jury. In closing for the defense, uh, the attorney Mark Richards accused Mr. Uh, Binger of lying and told the jury, this case is not a game. This is my client's life. With the end of closing arguments, the case has been handed to the uh, jury ahead of deliberations beginning today. So many people get mad at us when we talk about this. Why? We're not because we sometimes we speculate and we say, well, what about this and what about that? Who cares? I get, oh, I don't care. I'm just saying. I get I get emails all day. You shouldn't talk about things you don't know about. Everybody, all of a sudden, everybody else was there. Listen, if we didn't talk about, about stuff we don't know about, we wouldn't be talking about a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah, well, we'd be very we'd be very transitory. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the one charge that looked like he would, they were going to get him on the judge threw out. Oh yeah, was yeah. the minor Weapons. or a minor possessing a weapon. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I don't know. I, I told you yesterday, the kid's getting, uh, the kid will be acquitted. Mm. That's it. I think I think for the murder charges. Yeah, yes. there'll be a lesser charge. Yeah. You know, to appease everybody. Bring on the riots. Yeah. Bring on the riots. Uh, Steve Bannon won't be detained before trial on uh, charges of contempt of Congress after he failed to comply with the subpoenas from the, White, from the House Committee investigating uh, January 6th. Bannon, who is a former advisor to former President uh, Donald Trump, appeared in federal court for the first time Monday. He will be arraigned on Thursday. Prosecutors did not seek to detain Bannon before trial. Under conditions approved by the judge, Bannon agreed to weekly check-ins to surrender his passport, provide notice of any travel outside the district, and seek court approval for travel outside the continental U.S., uh, Bannon, on the run. yeah, Bannon, who is uh, 67, was charged last week with one count of re, uh, one count related to his refusal to appear for a deposition, and another related to his refusal to produce documents to the House Committee investigating the attack on the U.S. Capitol. Each count carries a minimum of 30 days and a maximum of one year in jail, as well as a fine up to one hundred thousand dollars. He's it's a transitory charge. You think? <laughs> no, I just can't really use that word for every story. No, that's what I read on Reddit, though. Yeah. It's a good transitory story. Should be all right. 
I'm going to go ahead and transitory to the next uh, story here. Yeah, I like the process. All right. A uh, 44-year-old guy named Frank Towers got arrested in Minneapolis on Friday after he got naked at the airport and started pleasuring himself. All right. Then at got the airport? In, yeah. Mm. Then got into a fight with the TSA agent and threatened to kill him. When the airport police told him to stand down, he refused because, quote, it's a free country. Mm. When they confronted him, he had uh, picked up a stanchion post and was swinging it around like a weapon. He swung it and then threw it at the agent. The cops confronted him, and that's when he dropped the it's a free country line. <laughs> uh, they eventually had to tase him. <laughs> nice. <laughs> they didn't know about the nakedness until they checked the security footage later on. They also found footage of him punching and headbutting a TV uh, and then threw a chair at it at one point. A TV, it, not a TV. I thought you were going to say TV. Like a TV. No. Regular uh, TV, like yeah. you watch TV. Uh, he's facing felony charges for threats of violence and fourth-degree assault. Uh, there is a picture of him on Bone TV with a bald head and, like, a shock of hair on the one side. <laughs> I mean, Just, well, what's the big deal? It's a free country. Free country yeah. It's a free country. <laughs> not some sort of transitory country. <laughs> I have a hot or not for you guys. Oh, good. We haven't had one in a while. And it's local. Uh, listen to the facts and then determine whether you think this woman is hot or not. A 45-year-old woman from right here in St. Petersburg, Florida, named Maria Jergelwitz, uh, got pulled over around 2 a.m. on Sunday after a cop saw her drifting between lanes. She had alcohol on her breath, couldn't follow simple instructions, and was slurring her speech. But she claimed she had not been drinking and blamed it all on an egg roll. Oh. Blame it all on my egg roll. <laughs> How uh, old she, is she? Uh, she's 45. She said she was eating an egg roll in the car, and that's what made her swerve. The police report doesn't mention any food containers or any other stuff, signs that she was eating in the car. Uh, but they did find a bunch of drugs. They found several types of pills, including opiates, uh, also a straw with white residue on the inside of it. Uh, she's facing charges for drunk driving, possession of drugs without a prescription, and possession of a controlled substance. 45 from St. Pete, blaming it on an egg roll, lots of drugs in the car. If I may, just remind everybody that mm-hmm. uh, I ate a whole lobster in my car yeah. while driving from Tampa to Washington Chapel. Did not get pulled Chapel. over. Yeah. Did not yep. get pulled over, did not swerve, did not put anybody else in danger. So I find it hard to believe that that was the case with her. Uh, I, you know, if, if you're going to say that, at least say you dropped the egg roll and you're right. reaching for it or something. Right. <laughs> nobody, wants to, nobody wants to lose egg roll, especially yeah. when you have, like, one bite left. Oh. So uh, I'm going to say, surprisingly, with all the, the drugs that she had, she's hot. You're going to say hot, all right? Hot. First of all, she's eating just the egg roll. Yeah. And uh, she's got a, those are the hot girl drugs. Okay. I say hot. All right. Gio, what do you got? At least in the beginning stages. <laughs> No, I don't. I don't think so. The egg, blaming the egg roll and stuff. Uh, not hot. Do you think she was dipping her egg roll Stupid. in cocaine? Yeah. No. <laughs> uh, Spanish. What do you got? I think she's hot. I think she's very sexy egg roll cocaine lady. Yeah. Oh, all right. Old, old Jerkowitz. Yeah. She's pretty hot. Uh, Carmen, what do you think? Cocaine and um, she's hot. Mm. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, Gio, you're all alone on saying. Or no, yeah, you're all alone on yeah, saying she's yeah. not hot. Everybody else thinks she is hot. Uh, Joe, go ahead and show the picture, please. Yo, no, that definitely not hot. Definitely not hot. Not yeah. terrible. She and parts. that's a mug. Remember, that's a yeah. mug shot. I think yeah, I, she I could think probably I win. put some eye makeup on yeah. and look better. Yeah. But I'm with Gio. I'd We're, party with yeah, yeah, she's yeah. she so is definitely not hot. She's like no. a Saint Pete four. <laughs> listen to me, listen to me. Look oh. at her face. You ready? Ready? I'm gonna tell you what her voice sounds like. 
I was eating an egg roll. <laughs> I dropped my egg roll. It's all. I don't have. I'm not even drunk. I was eating an egg roll and I dropped it. I had some egg foo young earlier and egg roll came. And that's what she sounds like. I love your weed hat. Let me wear yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. What like, about this? Pap Pap is my favorite. Oh. Let me eat your egg roll. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, 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 now something's oh, happening, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, let me just get a USA real quick. USA. 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 No, no, we're good because okay. we may have hurricanes and mudslides and earthquakes and all this. But you sound like a country song. We may have hurricanes <laughs> and mudslides. But at least we but. don't have this. A flash flood in Egypt has caused oh. thousands of scorpions to flee indoors. Oh. And now Including more, Klaus Mein. And now more than 500 people have been stung oh by scorpions. Yeah. Yeah. The Ooh. hospitals are flooded with people who got bit by scorpions. And this just so you know, same... I, I know that we have scorpions here. I know that, yeah. but I'm but saying. But now they're all in the house, so everybody's getting bit. Right. This is the same thing that happened during the plague, except we have hospitals now. So instead of writing about it in the Bible, they're like, and millions of scorpions in right. the house, and then we just went to the doctor. Yeah. So we're fine. This <laughs> this is, a, this is the same exact thing that happened, you know, uh, thousands of years ago. I just imagine Egyptian scorpions are like the size of your foot. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they're big. Uh, my oh, brother's yeah. uh, girlfriend at the time uh, came down to visit us, and she uh, was out back and no shoes on and stepped on a scorpion. Oh. She was losing her mind. I had to tell her, I go, listen, there's a lot of different scorpions, and a lot of them are not poisonous. Hopefully this one isn't poisonous. <laughs> you know, we had to find out, but yeah, it wasn't poisonous. It just you know, swelled up a little I, bit. I had a scorpion in my sleeping bag once when Ooh. I was camping. You Ooh. did? Yes, and it was very terrifying. No one believed me, so when I when I pulled my uh, my sleeping bag out, I had to show them it before I crushed it. Well, I remember when it I first me. moved here, the lizards were weird to deal with because we didn't have any of that stuff in New York. And then all of a sudden they were like a scorpion. I'm like a scorpion. <laughs> My mother's like, "There's a scorpion outside." I'm like, "From like, from like the desert." And I just walked out there and I went that. <laughs> Stepped right on it. I was like, oh, "No more scorpion." No, thank you. Yeah. Uh, a new poll found that the average American now deals with almost 30 scams per month. So that's <laughs> ten. Day. Yeah, they say 10 emails, nine phone calls, and eight suspicious text messages. I've blocked almost all the numbers that call me. Which is which stinks because they're cloning other numbers. So like I get it from the other day I got a call from Tampa General Hospital, mm -hmm. and that's not fair because I'm going to answer that just to make sure, sure somebody's not hurt. And they're like, "This don't answer." I'm like, oh, "You son of a bitch has got me." And then I can't block that number because what if somebody is calling me from the hospital one day? So I love now to do uh, what Gio said. You know the the different Ferraris and all that stuff. Whenever they want your warranty, they're going to extend yeah. your warranty. So a guy called me the other day, and he said, we uh, extend your warranty, blah, blah, blah. Can you give us the make and model of your car? And I go, well, I, I have, like, six different cars. Which one do you have there? And they won't tell you, of course. No. You know, they'll say it's between 2000 and 2021, whatever. And I go, okay. I go, uh, I said, I have a 1974 Pantera. I go, is that it? And then uh, I have a Lotus Esprit, and I'm just making up, like, all these different, you know, exotic cars, whatever. And the one guy said, sir, those, those are not real cars, and he hung up on me. Yeah, and then the other guy was like, none of those are on. Do you have a normal car? And I go, I don't know. Is a 2021 Corvette a normal car? I go, I have that. And he goes, I don't see that on this list, whatever. And I go, okay. I go, what's your name? And he goes, Michael. I go, your name's not Michael. <laughs> and he goes, yes, it is. And I go, okay, listen, not Michael. Get me your supervisor. <laughs> and he goes, Sir, please don't talk to my supervisor. And I go, why? And he goes, if you talk to my supervisor, I will be fired. I go, just for talking to your supervisor, you're going to get fired? He said, yes. I go, all right. 
not Michael. Listen to me. Take my number off the list, and I won't talk to your supervisor. Thank you very much, sir. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, see you later. I saved his job. cut his pinky off. Uh, I did. Talk to supervisor. They're going to put scorpions on his face. Don't mess with it. Today, Carmen, you're going to be happy about this. What? Today is National Fast Food Day. What's your favorite fast food? Um, I'm not really a big fast food person. Taco Bell? No. No? Don't give me a stern answer. 2 a.m. Yeah. Yeah. Got a couple shots in you, and then you're like, "Give me food." The last two times I ate Taco Bell, it was it took me a week to recover from yeah. it. Yeah, explosive. The age is still dirty. I just rather have real good food. Yeah. Than fast food. Yeah, I'm not a big fast food person, honestly. No, no burgers, no chicken sandwiches. Five guys. Five guys. Five guys. Fast food. PDQ. Kind of fast food. Yes. Uh, well, no. According to Geo, no. Uh, but that's, that is true. Five guys is a little elevated. Yeah. Yeah. Fast so food. I, just, get a, just get a drive through. Right. Yeah. I'd if be you fine had to drive through, you're, you're definitely fast food. By the way, what's with the uh, Fizzolis? Is the Fizzolis open, Gio? What's going on? <laughs> the sign is still there, yeah. and they have not broken ground. Oh. I, drove by, I drove by yesterday. So disappointing. They're way, uh, thank you. Thanks, Brandon. Yeah. Let's go, Brandon. They just built a, a car wash there right next to it, but mm. the sign is still there. Nothing. All right. It's not cool. Lies. Let me go take a bite yeah. out of that sign. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so it's National Fast Food Day, and then this goes right along with it. The average person expects to gain eight pounds over the holiday uh, season oh. this year. Yeah. Uh, that is up from seven pounds when the uh, same survey was done last year and six pounds in 2019. So eight pounds this year. This might be why. Reese's just announced a new Reese's peanut butter pie for Thanksgiving. Yeah, I want it's it. a normal peanut butter cup, but it's nine inches in, in diameter. Yes. Uh, they only had uh, 3,000 of them, and they immediately sold out. Of There's course. a picture looking yeah. on Bone TV. Big old peanut butter pie. <laughs> I showed that to my wife last night, and I said, still not as good as a Bassano cheesecake. Oh, no. yeah. Right? I could eat a whole Bassano cheesecake. Their chocolate peanut butter cheesecake yes. that they had, I had one bite, and it filled me up for the like, rest of the week. Uh, this also, another reason why we may be gaining those eight pounds over the uh, holiday season, Applebee's is now selling... Cheetos encrusted wings and cheese bites. Applebee's on a date night with Oreos. Cheetos chicken wings. Chicken sticks. I'm gonna fart riblets. Fart riblets is a good song. One in five people have made a mistake at work. That could have gotten them fired. Oh, no. Uh, only 11% of those people actually got in trouble, though. 48% said their uh, boss let it slide, and 41% didn't get in trouble because nobody found out that they put their ass on the Ooh. Xerox. <laughs> <laughs> what have you ever done that uh, you definitely would have got fired if you got caught? Oh, man. I don't even know where to start. Uh, yeah. My, my other job before I worked here, uh, me and uh, my coworker used to bring booze in our coffee thing instead uh. of coffee, and we would get wasted <laughs> and pass out in the bathroom. Mm. Yeah, Shocking that you would pass out in the bathroom. Yeah. So I was no luggage so... to bring you up? No, no, no. I was so broke when I first got into radio. I had a normal job, was making good money. And then went to making <laughs> the least amount of money I ever made. I think I made more money when I was cutting grass as a 12-year-old. <laughs> but I was so broke that I would take toilet paper from the uh, studio. Oh, and then I would also, uh, we would do our own prizes. So we'd bring them up to the uh, 
receptionist and say, I need four Subway Fresh Value meals, whatever, and then I'd just be like, I need seven. I need seven. <laughs> and then I, I'd take three. And they must have thought I was the luckiest winner in the world at Subway. They were like, this guy won again? <laughs> Amazing. I passed out drunk on the radio. (laughs) (laughs) On the radio? After a company Christmas party, I went to the party, got blasted, and had to come and do the night shift, and went there and fell fell asleep on the floor of the studio. Awesome. And was this this with uh, just CDs or... No, it was, it was automation, but it was oh. in Tallahassee, and I was at the time I was on the air on the rock station, but I was supposed to be watching the other stations uh, and check on them and stuff. Oh boy! And they called the hotline phone, like the GM, to ask a question, and nobody answered. And like you're supposed to answer the phone immediately if somebody calls. Sure, never, and then never he, happened to me. He came up to the station, was walking up and down the hallway yelling because he thought nobody was there. And when they opened the studio door, they looked in and saw nothing because I was laying on the floor sleeping <laughs> behind the console. Awesome. And I thought 100% this is it. I guess I'm getting fired. Yeah, you know, that, uh, yeah. they, see, they, they go, hey, look, it's Christmas party. But yeah. the only thing that saved me is I'd just been with the operations manager at the Christmas party, right. and we had been drinking together. So they knew. And that was like, the only thing that, like, saved me awesome. from that. You made me do it. Yeah. There's been so many things that I could have been fired for. I don't even know where to start. Uh, <laughs> I've done evil things to other people. Deserve though. I, uh, I I broke. I used to share a wall with QIK's morning show when I was on ten ten, and it was so hot in the studio, and they can control it on the inside. So I hired my own AC guy to come in and re flip the control so that I could control it, and they couldn't. <laughs> And I literally had them sabotage the studio, and then I'd I'd look go by in the morning, and I'd look in, and they were all wearing winter coats in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they didn't care about me. I'm like, it's so hot in here, and everything. Uh, is warm, you know. And then I'd uh, I just I had that guy come in and do that, and then now I just be like crank the air yes. down. It'd be it'd be so cold, and they'd be in there in winter jackets, and I'd just laugh at them. <laughs> Yeah, there were things like that. Um, we had uh, part of our deal was uh, we had to do production for an hour after our show, and you just had to do commercials, like whatever commercials, and you didn't get paid for them. Not a very good deal. Yeah, no, but it wasn't like an endorsement. It was just you just voiced the commercial. But this was six months past people putting stuff on CDs, right. and we were still doing real to real stuff, and we we're like, this is ridiculous. You had to do the real. You had to erase the one, and then you do it, and ugh, it was such an annoying thing, whatever. So I used to just take a pencil and break it off in there, <laughs> so they have to get a new machine, yeah. and they, they didn't break down and get CD. They got a DAP machine, and I was like, come on, you idiots. <laughs> yeah, there was, there was so many things on the years, although I will tell you one thing. Remember that skank Barbara Ann? That what you said oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, all the time. Yeah. She said, she said on Twitter that I got in trouble for banging girls in the bathroom and leaving <laughs> yeah. condoms oh, in yeah. the toilet. Uh-huh. And I will tell you right now, Same I sex. swear on my children, my mother, everything holy in life, I never, ever, ever wore a condom. Any sexual contact. <laughs> oh, what? With anyone in that building, I don't even know that I could do a number two in that bathroom. It was so small, let alone go in there with another person. And yes, Galvin never wore a condom mm-hmm. I, the entire time. I, right when I worked there is when I started living with Amanda. There was I never was in there at night. I never like when she said that. I was like, where did that come from? Like she's just making stuff up, you know. You could probably find some other stuff to get me in trouble for, but that certainly wasn't one of them. What a skank! I, I also did think I was getting fired when uh, dumb Tom Palavita yelled at me for dropping a Kelly Clarkson song. 
Oh, oh yeah. Only then to call back later and apologize because he was looking at the wrong stupid yeah. log. Uh, awesome. Kind of like what you did to Carmen yesterday with the football picks. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It was, it was <laughs> hey, Spanish. Yeah. What does transitory mean? Oh, I have no idea. I just saw it on the on Reddit. Reddit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, transitory adjective means not lasting, enduring, permanent, or eternal. Not so, permanent. Yeah, I use it correctly. Lasting only a short time. Yeah. Brief, short-lived. Mm-hmm. Temporary. Right, so it would not be transitory. Yeah. The inflation would not be. Well, yes. This guy's dumb then for trying to call you out on it. Well. I can't. I don't have my glasses. So I can't. <laughs> I'm like, mm. It almost got you. Yeah. Mm. Almost, but not quite. <laughs> I oh. Spanish, I think you're yes. going to be excited about this. High C is bringing back its Ecto Cooler drink for Limit and Run for the new uh, promotion for the new Ghostbusters movie. Uh, you can't buy it, though. What you do have to do is you have to go on Twitter and uh, hound them to get it, basically. Oh, I see, yeah. Uh, the last time it was available in stores widely was 2001. So they're bringing it back 20 years later for the new Ghostbusters movie. Woo-hoo. What does that taste like? Is it a lemon-lime? It's kind of like orange. Oh, is it orange? Yeah. Mm. I remember liking it when I was a kid, but I don't think I'd probably like it now. What I is it? don't remember it at all. Ecto-cooler? Yeah. It was oh. a high C. They were like high C juice boxes. Cool Rick and Morty. <laughs> right, yeah. It's yeah. Basically 100%. what that is. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Uh, Marilyn Manson is now being accused of having a small soundproof enclosure called the Bad Girls Room, Ooh. where he would lock women when he was mad at them, uh, sometimes for hours. Yeah, so yeah, he, he's going down. He's going down. There's too many women coming out. Okay, but let's think about it. <laughs> How many women in Marilyn Manson's sex dungeon are there by accident? Can't no. be many. How many want to be there? I get that. I understand. If you are going to go anywhere with Marilyn Manson, be prepared for some weird stuff. Yeah. But if you're locked in a bad girl's room and you say, this is not a joke, let me out of here, that's now it's kidnapping. That's not, you got to say uh, corn dog. Yeah, well, whatever word. the safe word is. Yeah. Right. Well, you what can't. if they say corn dog? Corn dog, let me out of here. And then he doesn't. That is now kidnapping. What if he calls his thing corn dog? <laughs> what if he dips his thing in hot oil? Oh, hey, wait, yeah. hold on. A a so, oh, I, look, <laughs> listen. If he's kidnapping girls and locking them in a bad girl's room, then when they leave, they have to go straight to the police and go. Marilyn Manson just locked me in. No, no, no. In I'm not room. saying kidnapping, but technically that is kidnapping. If you, if somebody oh, holds you is, against yeah. your will, that's kidnapping. But I'm not saying he's pulling up in a van and just putting a sack over right. their head and taking them, you know, it's, doing anything like that. It's a girl that you know he may have been dating or whatever. But then he locks them in the bad girl's room and they're like, "All right, this is too much. This is weird. Let me out of here." Well, yeah, then you don't go back. Right. Like, I know, but also him. when you get out, you should go. Hey, he locked me in the bad girl's room and I did yeah. not like that. And that's. Against the law, you know. I'm going to put my wife in a bad girl's room. <laughs> right? She bugs me. It's not bad girl. I'm going to be like, you're annoying me, room. This is the annoying the annoying closet. By the way, wow. that's a new show on Bravo, Bad Girl's Room. Oh, I'd watch it. Yeah. I, I would never uh, I would never hit my wife. Like, last night for a second, she said something to me that was annoying as I was passing her, and I had the urge to push her. Oh. I did. I really wanted to, but I would never. Mm. But if I could just go, that's it. You're going in the in the bad girl's room. Yep. <laughs> Throw her in a closet. Thirty lock minutes. Her in there for yeah. You think about what you did. And push her in the room and close the door. I would do that. Maybe you just want to be quiet. Put him in there. Make him quiet. You, you me. I thought we were hacked. You know who this is, Joe? With a great big hug and a kiss 
Uh, Peacock is coming out with a three-part docu-series. I thought you were going to say they played this in the bad girls' room like a torture the girls. Yeah. Oh, my God. About Barney putting girls in a bad girl room. <laughs> no. About Barney, the purple dinosaur from Barney and Friends. What? It'll be uh, about Barney's rock star-like rise in popularity that eventually made him a target for hate and rage in pop <laughs> culture. But, man, that thing was so popular for a oh, while, right? I love yeah. that. Barney was my favorite thing growing up. I had, like, three different size ones. I had, like, a little one to sleep with. I had a medium one. And then I had one that was, like, taller than me. That's now, you're drawn to me. Now, <laughs> the story that I heard, and is this true, that it was just a mom that made it for her son, and then the son loved it, and then other kids liked it, and then she started making it and doing the whole thing, and that's... I think that's probably not true. No? I, I bet you that's not true. I bet you it was, it was just a, a simple Rumor. children's show that took off. Uh, I will tell you, though, that I refused to show my kids Barney what? so that we didn't have to deal with that. And then once my son saw it by accident, he, it was like he was hypnotized. Yeah, it, right, because it wound up being like the perfect color and size and yeah. the voice and everything. Like I remember uh, him walking by the TV and then just stopping and be like, "Where? what is this? Uh, so it was uh, created by Cheryl Lynch of Dallas, Texas. She came up with the idea of a uh, children's program after noticing that her son outgrew we sing, we sing together, and uh, then recognizing the videos appeal to her son, blah, 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 but it doesn't really say. It says she's only worth how much? Take a guess. No, she probably sold it. Yeah. Over here. Well, we'll yeah. give you 30 grand for that. Yeah. Now she's out. She's worth 20 million. Oh. <laughs> well, maybe not. That's pretty good. Maybe not. Not for Barney, though? I mean, that's. Yeah, Barney was huge. Hundreds yeah, of millions that's of dollars. A pretty good yeah. out, though. Yeah, yeah just, just for idea. coming up with the idea. Yeah, yeah I guess. So it. she originally wanted to create a show targeting. What? Older kids uh, featuring a hot pink uh, rotund T-Rex. She thought of the idea while driving around her hometown, blah, blah, blah. Shortly after that, the first tapes were made and Barney was born. It was the songs. The songs that roped you in. There was a show... I don't know the name of the show. Well, it was probably... dinosaurs. <laughs> well, it wasn't really a dinosaur. I mean, that's saying, yeah. that's saying like uh, I think Grim- it was a... Grimace was a dinosaur. Yeah, know? but I think it was a perfect storm. I yeah. think the, the voice, the look, the songs, like everything together just hypnotized. Like you said, hypnotized kids. They were just like, because it's not like they were influenced. It's not like whenever Joey saw it, the, you know, everybody had told him about Barney. He saw Barney and just went, whoa, you know, and was into it. There was a, a show... Joe, you may remember it was a kids show that had giant Muppets like that, and one of the one of the puppet things was called Henrietta Hippo. Yes, what I was do that show? That. Oh. Henrietta Hippo and ah, I can't, New Zoo Review. It's a New Zoo Review. Yeah, that's exactly what it was, and it was it was some weird hippie religious show, and it would be on at like 6 o'clock in the morning. When I think of it, I get hunger pains because when I was a kid, I'd wake up hungry for breakfast, but your parents would be sleeping at 6 o'clock in the morning, so I'd watch it with hunger pains. So whenever I hear Henry Henry Hippo, I'm like, oh, The pictures on Google look terrifying. Yeah, Henry and Hippo. Dude. What were some of the other characters? It say? There looks like there's a creepy owl mm-hmm. and some type of frog yeah, creature. Yeah, the owl was smart. Yeah, the, look at the frog. That's terrifying. That is terrifying. I don't know why Henrietta Hippo stands out, though. I remember her. Because <laughs> she's a monster. <laughs> I don't know. She, but she was always like, ah, ah. there's always a problem with Henrietta. Like it was very that. granola, uh, this show, I think. Yeah, it was very much a hippie show. Uh, yeah, they taught you how to, how to tie knots and stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Man. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I, I got to tell you, I think that um, I would enjoy, in my senior citizen years, 
of doing a kid show. Oh, like if I'm I was totally the in. if yeah. I was the wise old man. Oh no, among the, what? <laughs> Nothing. I don't have to be around kids, Carmen. Okay, no, I'm <laughs> just saying I had to be on TV. Okay, you creep. Well, you, <laughs> no puppet. Guys. No puppets. No, 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 no those guys are all bad. Yeah. Do you guys know who Blippy is? Nah, I know the name. Blippy. So Blippy is a guy who started on YouTube doing like kids content and stuff like that, and now. He's super rich. He's got TV shows, yep. live tours, and all the kids now, they're like young kids. Like my um, my cousin, his daughter, she's like three, and they're all into Blippi, who's this guy. And he started on YouTube. And what does he do? He just does like kid stuff. Does like, he like do songs? Songs and, you know. Three chords. Three chords all you need. Like Teletubbies. You know, you, you get, right. uh, get a band together to make a, make a stupid show. Ooh, I hate his face. He yeah. started on YouTube, and now he's got toys. He's got full lines everything. He's got a live tour. And then there was a big conspiracy because people would go to the live tour and it was a fake Blippy. Oh, no. It, they would Multiple Blippies? Yeah. Like Gallagher? So they had Blippy lookalikes at the shows and people were throwing a fit because they went to see the real Blippy. That's Blippi. not Blippy. And it was a fake, <laughs> fake Blippy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, I can't do that. But this guy's made a fortune now and he started just doing it on YouTube and now, you know, he makes it. Tons of money. Uh, Steven John is the guy who created it. He's worth around $25 million. Yeah. That's great. My daughter liked the guy who did songs on acoustic guitar. He did kid songs, like funny kid songs. I can't remember his name. Let's just say it was Steve Smith. And uh, and she and Steve Smith. I don't know why I used that name. Let's say Tim Smith. Uh, and uh, they would, he would do the songs, and it would be you know funny, and she'd tell me about all the songs. And then one day the school hired him to come to the school, and she was like, "He's coming to my school." <laughs> oh man, it's was, like Elvis. Was yeah. Joey ever into Imagination Movers? Dude, not only was Joey into Imagination Movers, but I got Joey to meet the Imagination oh, Movers. Those guys also started on YouTube, and then they, did they really? And they got picked up by the Disney Channel. Imagination Movers was a good show. Yeah. They looked like a failed band. They That's what they like, were. They looked like if Ronnie D and his band was like, "We should do a kid show," <laughs> and they just came up because they would just do like situations, and then they would sing a song about it. They would do. Shows or they did local shows as the Imagination Movers, and then they put their videos on YouTube. And Disney Channel picked them up and gave them a show. It was good. I and saw them live. They made a ton of money. They were then. Uh, do you, are you familiar with Doodle Bops? Of course. Okay, so Doodle Bops were three, three Doodles. There was uh, Dee Dee, Rooney, and Mo. Yep. And Rooney and Mo. I, I I mean, my Joey was so obsessed with it that um, we went to see the live show there. And uh, but but uh, I I looked it up to see who they were. Uh, Rooney and Mo have been like on all these gay shows. Yeah. <laughs> they had all like I'm like I couldn't care less. But I wonder if all these parents knew Rooney was on all these uh, these Showtime super gay shows before he was uh, before he was Rooney. I think they also sent fake doodles to the live show. No, nope. when, when I saw upset. them, they were the real doodles. It was the real ones. Yeah. Okay, I know that there was uh, bus driver Bob. And it was there at the show, but it was that was a like bus driver Bob was an old man at the yeah. show, but when you saw it live, he was like a younger guy, and I was like, that's not bus driver. Well, well the Blippy tickets were crazy, like they're oh, really? crazy expensive, and then you would get a fake Blippy. Not cool, man. We no uh, thanks to Katie Pedretti and the folks at Ruth Eckerd Hall for Imagination Movers and for Doodle Bobs, we had like front row tickets. And that always is a negative for me because they always point me out in the group. Not yeah. because I'm on the radio, just because I'm a big guy in the crowd. And the Doodle Bops is like, everybody stand up and clap your hands. And uh, Mo Doodle came over to me and goes, come on, Dad. You know you want to do it. And I was like, oh, shut up, Mo. I'll grab you by the foot and throw you yeah. in the fourth row. 
Yeah, and uh, and what else? There was uh, then my when my son grew up. Then it became uh, Kids Bop for my daughter. Yeah, and we had to go meet the Kids Bop's kids, and boy, they were little c words. <laughs> <laughs> they really were the Kids Bop. Like I have met the top of the live met Metallica. I've met uh, uh, Van Halen. I've met all these great bands, and nobody was as strict as the Kids Bop people. Oh. You thought that you were going back there to meet royalty. <laughs> it was don't look them in the eye and keep your head down and not not that bad, but you know, it was like don't get too close to them. We're like, all right, relax. It's yeah. a little there's a little kid meeting a little kid. What do you think's <laughs> gonna happen? She's she's four. George Clooney has uh, blamed the producers of the movie Rust for a lot of stupid mistakes. He didn't actually call out Alec Baldwin, but Alec was one of the producers. Here's what uh, George had to say about that. I've been on sets for 40 years, and the person that hands you the gun, the person that is responsible for the gun is either the prop person or the armor, period. Every single time I'm handed a gun on a set, every time, they hand me a gun, I look at it, I open it, I show it to the person I'm pointing it to. We show it to the crew. Every yeah. single take, you hand it back to the armor when you're done. You do it again. And why, for the life of me, this low-budget film with producers who haven't produced anything wouldn't have hired for the armor someone with experience with that many guns? And maybe they weren't even using that gun to do target practice, but they had live ammo with dummies in her pack. And that is insane. It's insane. Yeah. It's infuriating. He's 100% right. Yeah. yeah. I don't know that he's necessarily talking about Alec Baldwin, but there are other producers on the show. I mean, Alec Baldwin's a, a working producer. He's acting and doing all the other stuff. But the people who are in charge of hiring the armorist should be should be getting somebody that knows what they're doing, especially if you have to point a gun at somebody. Well, but that's the other thing is he said about that. You're not supposed to point right. a gun at right. someone, you know, so that's probably bad, too. But, yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, yeah, the fact that they had live rounds is so yeah. crazy. So crazy. You yeah, why would mistake. they have live rounds? It doesn't no, even make sense. Not at all. Not at all. That's just bananas. Uh, the Monkees <gasps> played their farewell gig Sunday oh, night. Yeah, there's like two Monkees left. Right. But I thought they were going to do like a tour and go around, but I guess that was the end of the tour. I think it was a transitory tour. <laughs> <laughs> so, it is. It is. Um, uh, Mickey, Mickey Dolan's, Dolan's and Mike, Mike Nesmith, Nesmith yeah. left, right? Yeah. yeah I mean, Mickey sang most of the songs. Davey was just a tambourine player. Yeah, Davey and, sang. Yeah, but, but I mean, like you can live without Davey's songs. Mickey sang all the hits. And well, yeah, Mike, but and Mike da- as well. Davey was the, like the lead singer, yeah. though. No, was Mickey was singer. the lead singer. No, but no, Mickey, Mickey was drums. the drummer. Yeah, but but Mickey, I'm saying, as far as it goes, yes, he sang a lot of the songs. Right, but. Like, if you were saying who each member was, he was the lead singer. But I don't Mickey think... he was the drummer. I don't think really in uh, in the last 30 years when they toured, they even played instruments. I think they were just singing. Yeah, You know could what I'm be. saying? Sure. Uh, and uh, all, what I mean is, like, their hits... Because you got Daydream Believer, which was... Which is uh, Davy, but um, for the most part, uh, all of their hit songs were were Mickey. Last train to Clarksville was Mickey. But yeah, most of them, all their hit songs were Mickey singing. This is Mickey. Last train to Clarksville. What about Pleasant Valley Sunday? Mickey. Mickey. Yep. Kicks. Mickey. So much better than the Beatles. <laughs> I mean, I'm just... It's the truth. First of all, Neil Diamond wrote 80% of yes. those songs yeah. anyway. So oh, really? Better than yeah. the Beatles. So yeah. you're saying Neil Diamond's better than the Beatles. Yeah. 
You're crazy. Huh? Better sound right here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Crackling Rose. A uh, dialect coach on House of Gucci says Lady Gaga's Italian accent wasn't that great. Oh, really? <laughs> like, have you seen previews for the movie? Yeah. I haven't. It, she's, it seems almost like a parody. Really? Yeah, because the guy's like, because she's married into the Gucci family, whatever, and the guy goes, it's my last name. And she goes, ah, it's our last name. Oh, and boy. it's like, oh, put more syllables in every word. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would imagine that somebody has to be telling her that that was, what the, that was the way to do it. You yeah. Know? yeah. Well, I think she came out the other day saying that she doesn't like how Martin Scorsese portrays Italians in movies. Meanwhile, she's like yeah. putting on a fake mustache and a uh, chef's hat. That's over the there. funny. That's the funny thing to say, by the way. Yeah, that Martin Scorsese is. I don't like the way he portrays Italians. Oh, really? You know, he is Italian, oh. and he's portraying a certain sect of Italians. I wonder if he's ever met any Italians. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, shut up, stupid. <laughs> uh, despite the lawsuit from the former Naked Baby, Nirvana's 30th anniversary edition of Nevermind is going uh, to go out with the original cover, so uh, that guy's not stopping anything. Yeah. By the no, way, I... did you see what Dave Grohl said about him? Yeah. He was like, I don't have a Nirvana tattoo. <laughs> yeah. He, he was, that's the thing. He was like, that kid's so proud of that. Yeah. Then they paid him for it. Yeah. yeah he's just trying it, to. Uh, in some versions, they, they take away the wiener. Yeah. yeah. Well, that was a thing when they uh, yeah. when it came out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would oh. say it's uh, de- depending on what album you get, it's transitory. <laughs> you should get a cream for that. Uh, it looks like Mel Gibson is returning to the Lethal Weapon franchise and pulling double duty this time. The actor and filmmaker who starred in the first four films in the Buddy Cop series Long Dating Lover is in talks to direct the uh, Lethal Weapon 5. Uh, Gibson, who is 65, would follow the footsteps of uh, Richard Donner, who helmed the previous installments, but died in uh, July. So it looks like uh, Mel Gibson. Oh, man. Just imagine if Danny Glover does something wrong. Oh, boy. <laughs> but here's the thing, though. <laughs> I didn't know you were. Uh, it, In the movies, in the first one, mm-hmm. Danny Glover was getting set to retire. <laughs> yeah, I know. So now he's 70 and still on the force? Like, yeah, what happens Really now? getting too old for this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, and, and Mel Gibson's too old for it now. Well, in the last one, he did retire. Yeah, and then the last one had Chris Rock in it. No, it was yeah, bad. It was, was all bad. It First was two so, were good. Stop. The last one was so goofy, over the top, silly. It just what Joe Pesci Chris, was in it. Chris Rock cannot not look at the camera. Yeah, yeah. he's not a very good actor. <laughs> what is the what is the only you know like some of the franchises that had more than three? Because usually the third one's the bad one, and they stop. Beverly Hills Cop Three is horrible. Fast Beverly and Furious keep awful. on making more money each time, so. but they yeah. just keep making the same movie. Yeah, that's Pretty like much. a TV show that caught with a yeah. twenty million yeah. dollar budget. So the, I liked Rush Hour. I think there was three Rush Hours. Yeah, there was. No. Yeah, there right? was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like the and third one. I'm pretty sure they're making Beverly Hills Cop Four. Like that's the next thing they've Eddie been Murphy's saying doing. that for years. Yeah, uh, yeah. Rush Hour Three though, instead of Jackie Chan, they had Blippy. <laughs> it was the fake whippy though. Uh, <laughs> so, so I'm trying to like obviously Star Wars, um, and even that one, the third one is the one where everybody's like, oh. is yeah. Crystal Skull is that the third Indiana? No, because that was the third right? one. Was, first one was no, third one was the best one. That was the one with not the best, but yeah. Sean Connery. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Rocky. Last, last Rocky. Crusade. Yeah. yeah. Rocky. Uh, I the third one was the was the uh, it made it a different movie. 
but it wasn't bad. I mean, that was the one with Mr. T. Right. Fifth the f- one was not good. And then the sixth one, Rocky Balboa, was well, one of fi- my favorites. And yeah. fifth one wasn't him. That's why. It was Stallone didn't write it. He didn't direct it. And he will tell you that he had no, he had no control over it. That's why he did all the other ones. So, um, yeah, I don't know. There's, there's very few that make it past that third movie. I mean, Back to the Future... Uh, two sucked, but right. three was good. But the thing there, they were supposed to be one movie, and then they just had so much footage, they just made two movies out of it. Uh, Christian Bale, Batman. Oh, yeah, those all three were good. I yeah. yeah. What yeah. about Men in Black? Uh, uh, what's the third one? The third one was where they tell you how K and J meet, uh, I which that I was liked. A good one. Yeah, yeah. The second one was kind of garbage, but I liked the third one. Was third the third one, was one where they had, uh, what's his name, playing a younger yeah. Tommy Lee Jones? Was yeah, it, wasn't Josh uh, Brolin. Josh Brolin, it, he did a good job. He yeah. did a great job. Which one had Johnny Knoxville in it? Uh, I think that was the second one. Wasn't Iron Man? Yeah, the second one. What about Iron Man? First Iron Man was fantastic. Second Uh, one stunk. Third one was good. Okay. Was the second one with Mickey Rourke? Oh no, that was good. I thought that was good. The third one with uh, third one is where the suit. He doesn't have the suit for most of the movie. And, and they he, give it to Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah, right? yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, I didn't they, like that. They didn't give it to her. She had a. She it was a, a birthday gift. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, he was like, making her a suit as like a birthday gift, and uh. that's where he comes up with the idea to encase the world in an iron suit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, there was there was the one, first one was great. Yes. Then there was the one with Mickey Rourke that was great. Then there was the the one with uh, what? There was Sam Rockwell one. was in which one? Was that the second one? That was one? the one with Mickey Rourke. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he had yeah. hired him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was good. Uh, the, the, which was the one with Ben, ben Kingsley? Kingsley. That was the, part three. That yeah. one stunk. That was horrible. That was yeah. the one where they had, we had the fire. Yeah. yeah that one yeah, stunk. Yeah. That was a good story. It was a guy he blew off, and that guy came back. I don't know. That was good, but it just wasn't a good movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. Avengers were all good. I loved all the Avengers yeah. movies. Uh, there wasn't so, one Avengers where I was like, oh, that's dunk. They're all good. Yeah. Speaking of movies, finally in news, we have uh, this is a list of movies that readers at lifehacker.com believe have not held up over time. Okay? So this is not necessarily right. This because, is the lifehacker people. Yeah, because there's certainly one in here that I completely disagree with. Uh, but they say uh, The Goonies. From 1985, they say people give it a pass on its racism, sexism, misogyny, homophobia. Uh, it's insulting to Italian-Americans, Asian-Americans. Yes, it was uh, very much a glimpse lens. of what life was like at that time. Yeah. yeah, so they say that that does not, but they say it doesn't hold up is what they're saying. It holds up definitely, yeah. They say Breakfast Club. Uh, Ducky from Pretty in Pink is uh, toxic, but everything about Breakfast Club is even worse. Uh, Ghostbusters, they say the entire Venkman-Dana arc is uh, super problematic. Creepy with Venkman stalking her, barging into her apartment, and generally not taking no for an answer. What about when they save her life at the end? Does that count? <laughs> well, it was cool because the one time he broke into her apartment, there was a ghost in there. So it just shows you what kind of movie we're doing. Uh, yeah. Uh, this one I do not agree with at all. 1994, Forrest Gump. They say not only is it a bad and boring movie with no story and no interesting characters, <laughs> what? it relies on double nostalgia. Nostalgia for the time periods depicted in the movie as well as the regular nostalgia for when the first time you saw it. That's trolling. That's, yeah, that's uh, ridiculous. That's, uh, uh, yeah, these people are idiots. Uh, the never-ending story from 1984. It says oh. it's less fantastic and more boring than you remember. How and dare the, you? And the horse dies earlier than you. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's true. I never saw it, so I don't know about that. Uh, this one definitely does not stand up, I can tell you right now, as far as woke culture goes. Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. Oh. 
1994. The overt transphobia (laughs) of the final act really does not hold up, and uh, knowing it's coming makes it damn near impossible (laughs) to enjoy the first two acts. Good old Mr. Kanish. Yeah, Yeah. I disagree. Everyone, including Dan Marino, is puking and rubbing their teeth and mouth. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Fickle Zeinhorn. Yeah, and they even show a close-up of... What's yeah. her name? Yeah. With the stuff, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that is it for news. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll come right back, and Dominic Ferriello is going to join us on the line. He's got a hard out at 820 today because he's got a lawsuit, a court hearing, whatever it is, at 830. Uh, so if you want to get in and talk to Dom, get on the phone lines right now, 727-579-1025, or if it's busy, 800-771-1025. We'll get you on the phone. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.